Yesterday, that every time you said a punchline, then we went. Oh, ahead. that was the march. We wore this thing That's out because right. that was great. That's it. Yeah. Here's Rick and Suds, and they're gonna have a hell of a show today. Everybody. Deal with you there. Hey, it's the Deftones. The Deftones. People watching babes. <laughs> Sound like a bunch of people. <laughs> You're right. Well put. Okay. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It's 209 at 610 WIOD. Boy, what a great show today is going to be. Let me see if I have any of it. I think I have some of it, and I'll try and get rid of it. Well, where do we start, Suds? Well, let's see. It's Tuesday, the day before the big. Uh, Big remote tomorrow. Word of the day, anticipating. Yeah. That's for tomorrow. We have... Oof, I always get a little nervous. Payphone challenge number 14B. I think this is the correct way to approach it, don't you, since we skipped 13 because it was bad luck. Well, I guess so, yeah. Stop me after like three and a half hours, okay? Yeah. Okay, because I don't want... You know, we have a lot of other stuff to take care of besides Tom. And I don't want to get carried away. And I know some people are probably just like on the edge of their seats. Tom probably being one. I mean, he ran out of you here. You TJ. Yeah. Tom Chicka. He ran out of here. And I know he was just anxious to get in his car to hear the show because he loves the show so much. And he saw me as he was leaving. I said, hi, Tom. Hi. How are you? Just fine. So I think that pretty much sums up our relationship. What's this? He's already home and gave me a message? Oh, okay. I forgot to call him. Thanks, Yvette. You could wait for a break, but hey, don't let the show slow you down. <laughs> You're going to lunch? Well, yeah. Is it her birthday? I think so. Oh, well, happy birthday. Pardon me for even saying a disparaging remark. Go to lunch, take the rest of the day off, sign it, Disney. Okay? <laughs> Have a great time. Um, I get, you know, I, I got to say something, I guess. Because people are waiting for it. I don't want to get into a big thing. It's a losing battle. I did something today that I probably shouldn't have done. I probably shouldn't have called. In hindsight, I don't think I would have, but I did. And it's too late. I can't do anything about it. I don't think there were any winners in that call. And I think maybe both of us were losers. I was... Uh, and again, you would have to have been listening early to Neil Rogers. Neil had Tom Jicka on the air, and, and Tom has a tremendous distaste for me personally. 
And I just called because I'm a, I'm a truth person. And I asked Suds, I said, is this the case? And I even asked Neil, you know, I always look for a moderator because a lot of times people do things and they think they're doing something, but that's not how it's perceived. And everything is perception. It's not what you do, it's how it's perceived. People think that I'm extremely emotional when I'm not. Now, a lot of times I am, but sometimes I'm not, and my voice just, like, does that. I just have one of those voices, and they just read it as emotional. When I do get emotional, then all hell breaks loose. But the fact was that I did not think that Tom was reading things correctly. So I called to straighten him out, at least from my side, and then asked for an arbitrator. Uh, some of the things was I, uh, were, when he said he went over to waxing, I, f I just felt like it was just becoming extremely personal. I attacked him as his profession, and I thought he was taking digs at us in that article, anything could follow Neil and produce ratings, when indeed I agreed with him, and I don't think he heard that fact, that I agreed with him about the fact we should have carried the games. I say, you know, when you sign up for the, the games, the series, the playoffs, you don't know whether they're going to be good or bad until it's all over. The fact was they were pretty boring, and it's probably better off that we didn't take them. But to tell you the truth, um, I like to deal in facts. And when I called over to Waxy this morning, it was a, a good opportunity because I talked to somebody I hadn't talked to in a long time. And by the way, he's back to assistant program director. I talked to Maven. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's doing well. Good. And I was curious. I said that uh, Tom said when he was over there that there was a steady stream of people coming in with stories about how I was a rectal orifice. Everybody, including secretaries. And my question was, when I called over there, I said, just out of curiosity, who's over there that I know that was working there? Well, I was. And believe it or not, folks, I have a pretty good relationship with the people I work with, there and here. I mean, one of the things they always said about us is we're very easy to work with. You ask something, it's done. So that was a surprise. But I just don't like people making up stuff to bolster their stories. Deal with the facts. The facts are enough to support your story. And the fact is, there ain't nobody, man. He named off secretaries and such that we've never heard of. Everybody is gone. He named off Nancy and, uh, and uh, Maureen and Mindy and Malo and all of these people that I've never even met. And I didn't feel that he should be bringing that type of a personal attack on a professional basis. The, the other thing I wanted to point out to the audience, if they were going to rip me for four hours, which I expected it, that I didn't come in here like a screaming banshee. That's not my style. I shook Tom's hand, and I sat on and I waited to be spoken to, and I thought that they were kind of waiting for that because they knew I had some disagreements. Apparently, I was wrong there. The thing he brought up about Linda Thornton, I don't think he got it when I said that I did an autopsy on her. I think he thought that I meant we cut her up. No, we actually did an on-air autopsy. We laid her body out on a daily basis and plucked organs to find the offending part. And it wasn't because she said we were mildly amusing. It was when she was filling in for Neil on INZ. And she actually came on the air and said that she didn't like us and didn't think we would last. And that's when we... Is that correct? As I can recall... Yeah. And that's when we said, well, let's, you know, do a bit. So we did a bit, and it was funny. We had Sammy Danish Jr. walking around in her stomach and singing. Tried to find her heart with a pair of tweezers and a microscope, the Hubble telescope. But it was funny. It was a bit. You know, I mean, I don't go off on just little things, but I see Tom taking shots at me. 
And the thing that I find, and I, and I, again, I think the audience is tired of it. That's what I called in to clear up, and it escalated to there, from there, for him and I just like yelling at each other and nothing got accomplished. I shouldn't have called on the phone. And I, if it, uh, you know, I, again, gave Neil the opportunity. He saw what was on the board and I even asked. I said, you know, you can accept or, or uh, reject the call if you like. But I just like people to deal in the truth. And if you heard that call this morning, that's, that's, and then I, I heard more shots all afternoon. And the fact is, Tom is not going to like me. And I'm not going to change that. And it ain't no big deal. It's a shame. I think most people like people to like them. And if not, they wonder why. But it ain't no big deal. My life is not going to change because of it. I'm not going to go home and weep tonight. They're not going to take any less out of my paycheck, and I'm not going to have any fewer friends. When we go out to remotes, we have a great deal of friends. The show apparently seems to be successful. We had a wonderful time last night at JR's, and we have got to tell the story that Jack told us, even though he didn't want us to mention his name, because it's hilarious. You mean Jacques? The well, guy that looks exactly, like Exactly, Jacques. Jacques, yeah. Jack's evil twin. Yeah. So uh, that's it, and it's over, and I'm not going to sit here and rip Tom for four hours. And that's another thing that I wanted to clear up. We did not rip him for four hours. We've never done four hours on anything outside of last Friday's funeral. And that was a great show again, and we thank Neil for that. But it ain't going to be four hours of name-calling today. Tom said his piece, I said my piece, and that's life. And it's a uh, shame that it has to be that way, but if that's the way he wants it, again, I don't look at it on a personal basis. I certainly would be willing to shake his hand and talk with him and, uh, you know, regard him as a person. But in this business, I mean, we all, that's, that's what we do. He writes and he criticizes and I talk. And if I some, find something to criticize, I criticize. If I find something to praise, I praise. He does the exact same things. We just do it in two different mediums. And I used my on-air capacity to do that. And he's used his on-typewriter capacity to do that. And that's our jobs. And if everything were mundane, it wouldn't be very fun to listen to. Right? Yeah. I, you know, I have no major quarrels with anybody. Yeah. Not, you know, Tom seems like a nice enough guy. I guess the only thing that kind of bugs me about him is, you know... Wait, do I need to get the uh, twanger? Just a second, hold on, I can't yeah. find it. <laughs> I see that glint in your eye, and it's been oh, 15 minutes, and it's your time turn to say something. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm sorry, is that right, son? Yeah, I can do yeah, that later. Yeah, you have, no, you have made no major uh, difficulties with him, right? The only thing you see is what? No, it's just that whenever I meet him... Yeah. He always says, oh, hey, Oprah. Yeah. I just can't get that straightened out. I, you know. No. So we are going to have a hell of a show today. And, Tom, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, well, maybe he probably turned over to NWS because he's not really interested in what I have to no, say. No, it's MRZ now. Officially. Oh, already? Yes. Wow. When I was driving home last night, I... Uh, pop Jerry on for a moment. He said the MRZ word. Okay. Well, anyway, Tom, if you're listening, Misery. No, no hard feelings, and uh, you took some good shots today, and uh, that's it. Okay. Two nineteen at six ten WIOD. Let's go ahead and take a break, and we will tell you all that we've got planned tomorrow. A big, big show.
Ranieri here, inviting you to join us on our Wednesday episode, middle of the week, hump day and all that. we got some more tickets to the air show to give away and to the car show. And we might even come I'm up with... Human here, you know, I like Neil, I like his show, but like every time those two get together, yeah. all I can picture is that little droopy dog going... Yes, Neil, I like keeping your butt. Yes, Tom, I like keeping your butt. That makes me sick. You do a good droopy dog. You, so. you know that week or so ago when he was on Waxy, you know, and he didn't say anything, he just picking his nose in the background, whatever. And yeah. then he called Neil and said, you know, he gives an opinionated column. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to tell him, you know, an opinion's like an asshole. Everybody's got one. And his is no more significant than anyone else's. I tell you. Great show, guys. Do you feel better? Yes, thank okay. you. Bye. Again, I don't want to solicit calls and just get into this, you know, as a steady stream. If you people got something to say, I, I'm not going to stop you, but I'm also not going to encourage it. And we got a lot of other stuff, and it sounds like I'm just, you know, putting up a screen and saying, come on, let's get Tom, give us a call. That's not true. Let's go to Miami. Hey, guys. Hey. You know, that Mr. Chicka really didn't give you uh, a buttload, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, again, I mean, uh, he did a good job of what he aimed to do, I guess. And Steve, you know, uh, he's kind of a switch hitter, and you know, he might, he's going to enjoy giving you the same thing. Of course, he's not in here to uh, promote us like we've been promoting him. And I think it's awful that Neil has him on there promoting himself. I well, you know, it's an open yeah. show, man. We have established WIOB. No, no, he shouldn't be doing things like that. That's horrible. Well, if that's your opinion. Yeah. Okay. You know what opinions are like. <laughs> Talk to you later. <laughs> Let's go to Fort Lauderdale on WIOD. Oh, hi. Uh, I have a question for Suds. Yes, sir. But I want to ask Rick because I'm afraid he might be too embarrassed to answer it. Uh, okay. Uh, did he used to be Eddie Flumdum on the Magic Toy Shop? Gosh, no, I don't. I'm not even familiar with that show. <laughs> Eddie Flumdum? <laughs> yeah, it was a, the Magic it was a show. Toy Shop. Wow, where were we? When was that on? It, it was, was about still 15 on. years ago, maybe. Really? And then, yeah, and then they had he had got demoted. I thought it was him for sure, but then he was the uh, the head in the caboose there on the desk. Such so used to visit Timothy Leary's wow. Magic Toy Shop. <laughs> no, I don't. I wish I could have been. That sounded like a great show. Yeah. How about uh, Mr. Green Jeans? On Captain Kangaroo? Was no, I was, I was Grandfather Clock. Oh. <laughs> he was Mr. No Jeans, and then they made him... Uh, but whenever he also there was anybody on the show I didn't like, I used to just tip over on him. Didn't he also do the Mr. Moose voice? No. No, just the clock. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, thanks for clearing that up for me. Yeah, Thank you, sure. sir. I'm moving my eyes like that now. 227 at WIOD, or let's make it 226, okay? And then we'll, like, join the rest of the world. By the way, Chicago wants to go a half hour off. A half That's hour off on mobile. I'll tell you in a minute. Mobile. Rick and Suds. Yes, yeah. sir. Good afternoon. Same to you. Number one, that uh, Friday show, top shelf. Thank That's you. Just the best. Unique. Uh, it, it was excellent. Happy yeah. laughing all afternoon. Good. Uh, number two, I heard that uh, conversation when you came in there uh, during Neil's show, when Tom was in there, that the whole beginning of that thing. Yeah. I could feel some tension there, Rick. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it could, you know, I know you, you don't like to have people think that you get worked up or anything, but I could just feel some tension there. Well, you know, as I say, sometimes I do that and I'm not aware I'm doing it, but it doesn't mean that I don't do it. Oh, that, that, that's true. You but know, I, what I do is I get emotionally involved behind the things that I think. And I guess when I challenged him, uh, it was an emotional challenge. Mm -hmm. And I'll admit to that. 
Well, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry if I offended him. I didn't mean to, to do that. But do, do, I'm do. not wimping out, but I will tell you that I think the people are tired of the feud, and I'm tired of the feud, so I'm not going to carry it on. Well, do, do this. First of all, I, I have to disagree with you. I, I thought the best thing you could have did this afternoon was call him up and, and square him away. I, I disagree with you. I thought that was the best thing you could have did there. Well, and, again, I don't think that there were any winners or losers. I, th I, I don't think either one of us came out on top. We ended up like yelling at each other, and I originally called to straighten him out, and I should have hung up after I got the facts. But he kept changing them around. I kept trying to defend. It was a losing battle. Well, you wouldn't have gotten the facts. Uh, that was, it was plain and simple. The man was not going to say exactly what was said. It, yeah. it wasn't going to go that way. But you don't have to defend your show. Obviously, you, you both you guys have a, have a, a wide market, and you're doing excellent. So you don't need to. It sounded like you were defending the show. Oh no, I, no. I the thing is, is, is I get. I would like to be recognized as part of this station, not as an offshoot of Neil Rogers, because, you know, we don't do anything that Neil does. All Neil does is give us a tremendous audience to start with. And nobody else has been able to handle that. We've been able to handle most of them. Some of them drop off, but we've been able to handle most of them more than anybody has so far. I would like to be recognized for that. You see, this is not a hobby for me that I do. This is my livelihood, just like what you do. And when you do a good job, you like to be recognized for that, too. Everybody thrives on praise. Everybody. Well, on the other side, too, I believe that you get an audience that starts at 2 o'clock, too. Some that may not listen to Neil for one reason or another. Some, but the fact is, Neil has a 7 share, we have a 5, too. So there is a, a changing of the audience. But it's, up till now, it's been like 6s and 7s and 2s and 3s in the afternoon. Right. Let me ask you something. What is Tom Jitka's uh, job description? Is he a critic? Is that what he is? Uh, he says he is an um, editorial commentator. Well, let me ask you this. I, don't know. I think. Does his opinion, uh, pro or negative, have any influence on your uh, radio station or your show, your, the Rick and Sud show at all? No, not at all. Well, then, the hell with the guy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly. The thing is, is I just like people to deal in truth, though, because there are going to be people, whether it affects our show or not, that comment about it. Right. And comment about me. And that's fine if you deal in truth. I can always handle the truth. Well, listen, in closing, I, I, again, I, I can't emphasize enough, I'm glad you had the, the fortitude to call that guy up and try to get the square answer out of him. You couldn't do it, but you gave it a, a good effort, and uh, we appreciate the show, and that's it. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. 229, we're going to take a break. We'll get a news update. We'll be back on 610 WIOD. <laughs>